Hey y'all. So today for my podcast, instead of doing it like I normally do it, I literally like I was in Tropical Smoothie, <laughs> got me a little smoothie, and I decided to do my quiet time there. And I'm just like, I'm not gonna do a podcast. I'm just going to do a video. So this is gonna be like a two for one. I'm gonna do the a YouTube video and I'm gonna do a podcast all in one. So basically, how you do that is I'm going to record this. And then I'm going to, when I edit it, I'm going to um, unlink, unlink, <laughs> unlink the sound. And then I'm going to put the sound onto my podcast. And then I'll have this video on YouTube. So if you're listening, my YouTube is The Christian May. If you're looking, you see I got the hat on. I got the shirt on. Like this angle kind of sucked, but I don't know. Like I kind of got a vibe right here. So we're just going to work with this. So today... Y'all get to see my Bible, see my notebook and pen that I'm always telling y'all to grab. Today, I studied the book of Joel, and it's a short book. Like, it's literally only like a, a page front and back and then a half of another page, but it actually has like a lot of information. I studied this book before, but I see why God led me to it now because there's more information in it. So, the verse that I want to talk to you guys about is verse um two i'm sorry chapter two verse three and this is the book of joel so if you're listening to the podcast get your pen and paper and turn to joel chapter two verse three and what it says is wait a minute maybe it's not that verse because chapter verse two chapter three is something else oh no no no. i'm right it's the it's the rest of chapter three i mean verse three okay Ahead of them, the land lies as beautiful as the Garden of Eden. Behind them is nothing but desolation. Not one thing escapes. So when I read that, like, if you're looking at the YouTube, you can literally see I put a box around it. And I put a box around it when I'm doing Bible study or I, like, highlight. I had highlighted one part of it, but what is that flying? I highlighted one part of it, but today I put a box around the whole two um, stanzas. And I did that because it really stood out to me. And what stood out to me was that I felt like this verse is a reflection of life for us. It says, ahead of them, the land lies as beautiful as the Garden of Eden. Behind them is nothing but desolation. Not one thing escapes. And what God showed me with reading that was that when God calls us, he calls us to step forward. He's calling us to constantly walk in a forward direction, but in faith. And the problem is we spend so much time looking back because what's behind us is more comfortable. We spend more time looking back because what's behind us is the familiar. So to us, it's God, you're calling me to this thing. I don't know what this thing is about. I don't know who I'm going to become in this thing. I've never been in this space before, so I don't know how to operate in it. It's nothing safe or secure about stepping into something that God calls you to when you're unfamiliar with it. So in the flesh, in our mind, this is a caution this is a danger zone because I have no experience in this area but when you really think about it that's what faith is faith is dangerous faith is risk-taking faith is God I don't know what's about to happen but I'm gonna do it because I trust you faith is the reflection of trusting God's faithfulness if you trust that he's always faithful it shouldn't be hard for you to live by faith 
point blank period but the problem is we say we're faithful but sometimes we're really faithful to our past or we're really faithful to the familiar that's that's what we rather be faithful to. I'd rather be faithful to something that I know I'm good at. I'd rather be faithful to something that I can figure it out before I step into it. I know that A, next is B, then after that is C. I don't want to try nothing new because I don't know if I'm going to fail because sometimes we're faithful to our fear of failure. I'm I'm a scared I'm scared of failing, so I rather just stay here in this comfort zone. I rather just continue to look behind me, even though behind them is nothing but desolation. And then the verse that says not one thing escapes, it really stood out to me because sometimes when people get stuck in the familiar or when people get stuck in their past, they're bound to it for life. They never escape. And what I feel like God meant by escape is that your past keeps you bound. Your past is a sense of bondage. You can never escape and become the new person that God has created you to be if you're stuck in what's behind you, if you're attaching yourself to what's behind you. So in a sense, your new being will never escape if you keep looking back once reading this verse and really like putting the box around it I was just like you know I know what desolation means in a very generalized way but I really want to know like a deeper meaning for this word I really want to break this word down so I looked up the definition of the word desolation and it says a state of complete emptiness or destruction anguish misery or loneliness that's what desolation means. And God's literally telling us behind you is nothing but emptiness, destruction, anguish, misery, and loneliness. And when I looked up the definition and really put it into context, when you think about, if you take the word loneliness, just take that word, loneliness. The only time you can really think about that you're lonely is if you're thinking about a past relationship that you had and you're comparing where you are now. When I was with that person, we would be at the movies. So now that I'm home alone, I'm lonely. Because if you never experience having that companion, if you never experience having that company, how would you know that you're lonely? If you never experienced it before, it would just be a natural state to you. So you wouldn't be able to label it as loneliness, right? So the term loneliness comes from you comparing your present circumstance to your past. I would be doing this. I used to be doing this with this person. So because I'm not doing that, now I'm lonely. That's just you looking behind you. You're not lonely, sweetie. You're evolving. You're leveling up. There's nothing lonely about that. Nothing. If it's in the past, it's in the past for a reason, right? <laughs> the next word if we look at destruction I don't even feel like I need to give an example of that because when you think about things that are in your past things that are behind you they're behind you for a reason you leave things behind when they mean you no good when they can potentially lead to destruction or disaster you choose to leave them behind but the problem is with moving forward with moving in a space of emptiness not emptiness but unsureness and not knowing what comes next sometimes we begin to question well maybe destruction is better than not knowing i mean the relationship wasn't that bad i mean yeah he cheated but is better than not having nobody to watch a movie with because that unsure place that place of faith 
that place of I don't know what's next, sometimes it begins to make us feel like maybe the past feels better. I did have some times where I was happy in that situation and right now I don't really know how I feel. So maybe I should just step back to go to the 5% of happiness instead of this 100% of unsureness. That's literally what our mind tricks us into believing. Take a step back. Just look back. Remember the good I mean, yeah, it was bad days, but remember the good days? Just look back. Because the thing is, when you really think about it, when you step outside of a situation into an unsure state, a faith-filled state, your mind tricks you only into thinking about the good parts of it. Like when you think about your ex, you think about the good parts. You rarely think about, that's why I left that nigga. <laughs> like, you rarely think about those parts. Your mind plays tricks on you. Cuffing season coming up. Lion King just came out. We would have been at the movies. Your mind not going to tell you the part by y'all would have been at the movies, but he would have been texting on his phone the whole time. Your mind not going to tell you the part about y'all would have been at the movies, but he probably was broke again, so you had to pay for it. Your mind doesn't replay those negative parts. Your mind replays the good parts because your mind, your mind is, um, your mind is programmed to protect you. If y'all didn't know that, your mind is programmed to protect you. If you, if I get out the car right now, walk to the road, my mind is going to tell me to stop because my mind is programmed to protect me from danger. When it comes to the mind, the mind sees uncertainty as danger. The mind sees stepping out on faith as danger because it's programmed to only rely on programmed things. There's nothing programmed about God. There's nothing programmed about miracles. Miracles cannot be programmed because if they were programmed, then it wouldn't be a miracle, it would just be normal. So when it comes to God doing miracles in your life and bringing breakthroughs in your life and God being a God who thoughts are beyond our thoughts, your mind will never lead you to a breakthrough. Your mind will never lead you to a miracle. Your mind is going to protect you. Your mind is going to tell you to play it safe. Your mind is not going to lead you to faith. Your mind is going to lead you to what's behind you, what's familiar, which is nothing but emptiness destruction misery and loneliness that's what's behind you but that's what your mind is used to so to your mind this is a safe space this is good right here y'all know that um meme and it's like the guy sitting at the table and he's like this and it's like fire all around him and he's just like this is fine <laughs> actually i'm gonna include it if you're watching a youtube i'm gonna put the clip in right here right here i'm gonna put it in so, yeah, like, that's the behind them part. And then the ahead of them lies land as beautiful as the garden is Eden. And I feel like when you think about what's ahead of you, when you think about moving forward in faith, which is, of course, not familiar, when you think about that, all of that relies on your faith in God, which we know, because I don't say faith about 30 times. It relies on your faith in God, but it also relies on your hope. Are you really hopeful? Do you really believe the things that God is telling you or that God's word is telling you when you read it? Do you really believe it? 
Because if you really believe it, if you really have hope in it, if you really have faith in it, then that makes moving forward that much easier because it's, God, I know that you said you have plans for me, plans for me to prosper, plan for me to succeed. You have overflow for me. You have abundance for me. So if that means I got to leave this 10 behind right now, I know that you got 30 or 40 waiting on me, even though I can't see it. Even though I can't see it, because remember, your mind is going to tell you, don't leave 10 because you leave in 10. And when you're leaving 10, 10 could be a dollar amount. 10 could be um, the percent of a significant other. You know, I feel like he's a 10. I feel like this is this is the top. This is the best I can do. You know, um, the 10 could be the amount of a job. How many years you've been at the job? Like I'm just using the example of 10 for a percentage. If you're leaving a 10% comfort zones, 10% stability, 10% certainty if you're leaving that because God is calling you away to it your mind is going to tell you 10% is better than nothing because what you leaving you're dropping 10 but you don't know what you're picking up you don't know so when you drop 10 without knowing what you're picking up you have what zero and your mind is never going to tell you to take zero over 10 but God is going to tell you drop that 10 Walk with this zero. Show me you trust me. Show me you have faith in me. Show me your faith the size of a mustard seed. If you drop that 10, I'm going to give you back 100. But I got to know that you trust me first. Make, make a believer out of me. Show me that you trust me. Show me that you believe my word. Drop that 10 and see what I do for you. Because when you drop that 10 and you walk with zero, when you walk with nothing, that makes God open the gates of heaven. And what does his word says? He will release so much that you're not even able to contain it. So much overflow, so much abundance, broke, shaking down. Like, I can't even get it out. Like, <laughs> shaking, press down, shaking together, like overflow. If you drop, but you have to first drop the 10. You have to first let go of the past. You have to first stop looking back and just walk forward because ahead of them, the land lies as beautiful as the Garden of Eden. So, I'm about to go in the gym. I pray that this word touched y'all. I pray that it fed y'all as much as it fed me because it's just like, there's nothing behind me. There's nothing behind me. Even, and then that's one thing that we do because sometimes there's good things behind you. Sometimes it's great things. Even when it comes to the things that God has done in our life, God has done a lot for me. God has shown me a lot of favor and I could just sit back and I could just think at it, think about it and just like really just like, wow, God, but I can't get stuck there. I can't allow myself to be bound to the old blessings of God when he has so many more new ones in store. If he did that for me, what can he do for me next? So yet again, even though what God has done for me in the past is beautiful, it was beautiful in that season, honey, that's behind me now. That's behind me now. And his word says ahead of me is a land that's beautiful. So that means even the old blessings of God, girl, stop holding on to them. Let them go. He did it. Learn from it. If when you're taking a step forward, it gets scary. Yes, remember it, but don't remember it and get stuck there. Don't remember it and turn around. Remember it and keep running forward. Remember it and keep walking in faith and see that every time he blesses you, every time he calls you forward, there's a new blessing attached to it, baby. A new blessing. Okay. So that's the word I got for y'all today. That's all I got. That's all I got. Stop looking back.
that's it point blank period <laughs> and that's just that on that like stop looking back sweetie what's big sweetie these blessings <laughs> all right y'all i love y'all i pray that this video slash podcast touched y'all I guess I should pray. Like, I pray out of my podcast. I never recorded myself praying, so this is, like, new, but we just about to do what it do. Y'all ready? Father God, I just want to thank you for allowing me to share this word with everybody that's listening to this podcast or that's watching this YouTube video, Father God. I pray that everyone that listens to this has a blessed and prosperous week, Father God. I pray that this encourages them to take a step of faith, Father God. I pray that this encourages them and reminds them of your faithfulness, Father God. I pray that this pushes them into a new level of favor, Father God, a new level of trust in not only just you, but your word as well, Father God. Trust in the plans that you set out for them, Father God. Trust in the thoughts that you have that are way above our thoughts, Father God. I pray that all of our minds submits to your will, Father God, submits to your word, Father God. And I just pray that you touch each and every one of us and give us a new spark of faith, a new spark of love for you, your will, and your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love y'all. I will talk to y'all next week. Today I am releasing the date for Beach Bankers and Bibles Part 3. <laughs> I pray to see y'all there. The tickets will be on my website, thechristianbay.com. Talk to y'all later. It's time to get it in the gym. <laughs> Bye.